Good evening, my dear friends and curious souls. Welcome to Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast. My name, you may wonder. Just think of me as your old grandpa, spinning tales from a time long gone, and some from not-so-distant past. In my younger days, my grandkids would crowd around me, their eyes wide in anticipation or fear, eager for the evening's gruesome tales. Now I extend this tradition, this gift, to you. So pull up a chair, stoke that fireside, and let the shadows dance on every corner of the room. Let's journey together into the heart of darkness, where we unmask the unseen, discover forbidden secrets, and unburden the forgotten tales of the past. So dim the lights, my friends, and let's delve into the mysteries that emerge only after dark on our wonderful, unnerving journey. Dear Mysteries After Dark podcast, I bet you've wondered about the existence of ghosts at some point in your life. Those moments when you've misplaced an item and swear you left it in a certain spot, only to find it mysteriously gone. I've had those experiences too where I questioned if ghosts were real. Throughout my life, I often doubted whether I truly saw the things I thought I saw. But now, I can confidently tell you that ghosts do exist on this planet. I grew up in a family of seven children, living in old houses on farms. We weren't wealthy, but we weren't poor either. As time went on, I began to doubt my own perceptions and wondered if I was imagining things. When I got married and moved into my husband's grandfather's house, things took a chilling turn. His grandmother had passed away in that very house many years ago, while his grandfather had died in a hospital. One evening, while cooking dinner in the kitchen, I caught a glimpse of two ghostly figures gliding past the kitchen door. It appeared as though they were holding hands, but it was just a fleeting image from the corner of my eye. Curiosity got the better of me, and I walked out to investigate where they had gone. To my surprise, there was nothing there. When I told my husband what I had seen, he simply looked at me in confusion. Strange occurrences became a regular part of our lives in that house. We would hear unexplained noises, and one afternoon we came home to find the microwave mysteriously turned on, even though there was nothing inside it. Perplexed, we stood there trying to figure out what was happening before finally deciding to unplug it. Sometimes we would wake up in the morning to find the fridge door wide open. At night, as we lay in bed, we would hear footsteps crossing the floor. One night, my husband even claimed to have seen his grandfather standing by the fireplace, I would occasionally sense a presence or catch glimpses of something in the room, but I chose to ignore it and reassure myself that it meant no harm. These experiences are truly spine-chilling, and I still get chills down my back when recounting them. This is the first time I've ever shared these stories, but over time, I've learned to coexist with these ghosts. I firmly believe that they mean us no harm and simply want to share this world with us. So let's accept their presence and let them live alongside us. We cannot rid ourselves of them, and they do not wish us any ill will. After all, we will all become ghosts someday.
Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, Allow me to share a captivating and spine-chilling tale that will surely keep your listeners hooked. It revolves around a woman named Haley, a loving mother of two children named Annabelle and Alex. Haley's family also had two beloved dogs, Hannah and Liz. Hannah, a Yorkie, and Liz, a Corgi, had been part of their lives for two years until a tragic incident occurred. Both dogs succumbed to rat poison, leaving Haley and her family devastated. One evening, while Haley was engrossed in her nightly routine of brushing her teeth, she caught a glimpse of Hannah out of the corner of her eye. To her surprise, Hannah seemed to be whining. Filled with a mix of shock and excitement, Haley let out a scream that brought her husband rushing to her side. Concerned, he asked what had happened. Haley breathlessly exclaimed, I saw Hannah. She was whining. Her husband scanned the room but found nothing amiss, leading him to claim he saw nothing. However, just as he made that statement, he suddenly noticed Liz's presence at the window. The sight left both Haley and her husband astonished. Haunted by these eerie encounters, Haley and her family made the decision to move to a new home in hopes of finding solace and peace. As they embarked on the process of unpacking their belongings, Haley stumbled upon a bag filled with dog treats, a remnant from their time with Hannah and Liz. She had believed she had thrown them away. Intrigued yet unnerved, she turned around to dispose of the treats when she caught sight of Hannah gazing through the window alongside Liz. The shock overwhelmed her, and she hastily shared her experience with her family. However, they dismissed her claims, believing that her longing for the departed pets had caused her mind to play tricks on her. Determined to find an explanation for these spectral visitations, Haley made the decision to adopt a new dog named Lucy, a beautiful golden retriever. To her astonishment, after bringing Lucy into their lives, the sightings of Hannah and Liz ceased entirely. This revelation left Haley pondering the connection between having a dog and the vanishing apparitions. She wondered if the presence of another furry companion somehow prevented the return of her beloved pets. The mystery remained unsolved, leaving Haley in perpetual uncertainty regarding the true nature of these encounters. This spine-tingling tale serves as a reminder that even after experiencing loss and heartache, unexplained phenomena can continue to captivate our imaginations. As we delve into the unknown, we are left questioning whether our encounters are simply manifestations of our deep longing or something far more inexplicable. Sincerely, a devoted fan of Mysteries After Dark podcast, Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a chilling tale to share with you today, one that still haunts my memories from when I was just a young child. Picture this. I was around 11 or 12 years old, at home with my younger sister, who was about 5 or 6, and my older brother, who was around 9 or 10. It was a bright day, and the house was bathed in light. On that particular evening, our parents instructed us to go and brush our teeth before bed. Now, we only had one bathroom, so we would all make our way there together. As we walked down the long hallway that connected our rooms to our parents' room, we passed the kitchen 
two closets, and the entry door to our house. I took the lead and went first to say goodnight to our parents in their room. As I made my way towards the bathroom afterward, I heard what I thought were my brother and sister leaving the kitchen. Thinking nothing of it, I continued walking. But then, for some inexplicable reason, I stopped in front of the wall between our pantry closet and the kitchen. As I looked up, I saw something that sent shivers down my spine. The bathroom light was on, casting two distinct shadows on the wall. One shadow resembled my little sister, while the other resembled my brother. To my surprise and delight, they appeared to be holding hands. It was an adorable sight that warmed my heart. Feeling happy and content, I turned towards the kitchen, fully expecting to see my brother and sister waiting for me there. However, to my utter shock, they were still standing in the kitchen. My heart skipped a beat as I realized that there were two sets of siblings in that hallway, one real and one ghostly. Not wanting to alarm my siblings or disrupt the moment, I kept quiet about what I had witnessed. I proceeded to the bathroom, hoping that whatever I had just seen would vanish into thin air. And indeed, when I entered the bathroom, there was no sign of the ghostly shadows. I shrugged it off, convincing myself that it wasn't a bad omen or anything sinister. It was just the playful spirits of children. Fast forward to last year, when I had another eerie encounter in the same house. It was a normal day, and I was helping my mom prepare dinner in the kitchen. She asked me to fetch a can of tomatoes from the pantry closet. As I entered the pantry, a sudden chill ran down my spine, and I hesitated for a moment before stepping inside. Summoning my courage, I told myself there was nothing to fear, and proceeded to grab the canned tomatoes from the left side of the pantry. But as I turned back towards the kitchen, a shadow caught my eye. It was roughly the size of my sister, darting swiftly towards our parents' room. Fear gripped me for a moment as I sprinted back to the kitchen. Breathless, I asked my mom if my sister had just run towards her room. Much to my relief, she replied that my sister had been in the kitchen the whole time and hadn't moved an inch. Frustratingly, my mom dismissed my experience as mere playfulness or imagination. But deep down, I knew what I had seen was real. I wasn't just seeing things. Now, as much as these encounters have piqued my curiosity about the history of our house, I don't know where to begin researching. If you could offer some guidance or assistance in uncovering the secrets hidden within these walls, it would be greatly appreciated. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a bone-chilling tale to share with you today. It's a personal account of the strange and eerie experiences I've had in the house I've been living in for the past decade. Sit tight, because this story will make your hair stand on end. Picture this. I moved into this duplex with my parents, brother, and sister when I was just a five-year-old girl. From the very beginning, I had this uncanny ability to sense things, to follow my intuition, and let me tell you, it's a good thing I did. Almost immediately after moving in, bizarre occurrences started happening. The lights would inexplicably turn off or flicker, as if someone or something was playing tricks on us. 
We would hear phantom footsteps echoing throughout the house, sending shivers down our spines. And then there were those unexplainable feelings, those eerie sensations that made us question our sanity. As a child, I had an unshakable fear of looking into mirrors at night. It was as if there was some unseen presence lurking just beyond the reflection. Unfortunately, we had this massive drawer with an even bigger mirror in it. I always avoided it after dark, heeding my intuition's warning. But curiosity got the better of me one fateful night. With trembling hands, I mustered the courage to gaze into that mirror. And what I saw sent me into an absolute frenzy of terror. There, right beside me, was someone who didn't belong. Panic coursed through my veins as I frantically prayed for protection. I pleaded with God to shield me from whatever malevolent force haunted that mirror. In an attempt to ward off the darkness that plagued our home, my devoutly Catholic mother adorned the walls with religious symbols. A portrait of Maya de Guadalupe and a depiction of the Last Supper became our shields against the unknown. Night after night, I dutifully prayed, seeking solace in the belief that divine intervention could keep me safe. But as I grew older and completed my Primera Communion, doubts crept into my mind. The faith that once anchored me started to wane, replaced by a more profound connection with God Himself. I began to question the efficacy of praying to lesser saints and turned my focus solely towards the Almighty. Yet despite my efforts to find solace in God's presence, unsettling events continued to unfold around me. The sound of doors creaking open, drawers being opened and closed, a symphony of unseen activity enveloped our home. But no matter how hard I tried, I could never catch a glimpse of these invisible entities. I could only hear their ethereal presence. One area of our house held a particularly chilling aura, the garage, which also served as our basement. Every time I descended those stairs, a sense of being watched washed over me like an icy breath on the back of my neck. One day, as my faithful dog Kiwi accompanied me downstairs, things took a terrifying turn. In a rush to ascend the stairs, I felt something brush against my leg, a cold touch that sent shivers down my spine. Instinctively, I called out to my dog, assuming it was her who had brushed against me. But to my horror, when I reached the top of the stairs and looked back, Kiwi was fast asleep, completely unaware of what had just transpired. Fear gripped my heart as I raced to the safety of the kitchen to share this bone-chilling encounter with my mother. Her eyes widened in surprise as she contemplated the gravity of what I had experienced. Oh man, she whispered playfully, attempting to lighten the mood. Maybe something is haunting you. But deep inside, we both knew there was truth behind her jesting words. Something sinister lurked within the walls of our home. These are just a few of the spine-tingling encounters that have plagued me over the years. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode as I continue to unveil more bone-chilling tales from my haunted abode. Dear Mysteries After Dark podcast, I have an eerie story to share with you that still sends shivers down my spine. It all began one night when I found myself in a rather unsettling situation. As I lay in bed, a sudden urge to use the bathroom struck me. 
With sleepy footsteps, I made my way down the hallway towards our small upstairs bathroom. Upon reaching the bathroom door, I noticed it was closed and the room engulfed in darkness. Assuming someone was inside, I decided to patiently wait for them to finish. Time seemed to stretch on as I lay in bed for what felt like an eternity, but in reality, it was only about 10 minutes. Growing tired of waiting, I resigned myself to the idea of going back to sleep. However, my peaceful slumber was abruptly disturbed a few hours later. As I tried to get out of bed, the bathroom lights began flickering wildly, casting eerie shadows across the hallway. Intrigued and slightly unnerved, I cautiously approached the bathroom door. Suddenly, a loud crash echoed from within, causing my heart to skip a beat. Curiosity getting the better of me, I glanced back into my brother's room and found him sound asleep. Convinced it must be my uncle, who had recently moved in with us, I approached the bathroom door and called out, Uncle Gary, what are you doing? To my surprise, there was no response. Instead, I heard a faint gurgling noise emanating from the other side. Straining my ears, I realized it was my uncle snoring blissfully in his own room. Fear gripped me as I sprinted into my brother's room and sought solace in his bed for the remaining hours until morning. When daylight finally arrived, I mustered the courage to ask my mother if she had used the bathroom during the night. She denied having done so, prompting me to inquire with my stepfather. He confessed to using the downstairs bathroom, but claimed no knowledge of the strange occurrences. This revelation left me baffled and unsettled. How could someone else have been in that bathroom? Who or what was responsible for the flickering lights and the mysterious crash? The uncertainty lingered in my mind. And although we have since moved from that house, I still feel compelled to check the bathroom every night before using it. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, Allow me to share an eerie tale that unfolded back in January 2006. It all began innocently enough with a jar of peanut butter discovered in an unusual position on the kitchen sink. I initially blamed the mess on my children's playful antics. Little did I know that this was just the beginning of a year-long ordeal filled with bizarre incidents. As the days went by, the strange occurrences escalated. Furniture would mysteriously move, and objects were hurled at my daughter's door with malicious intent. Knives, pots, pans, and even dishes became projectiles aimed at causing fear and chaos. The walls became a canvas for disturbing messages, and hidden items lurked within the vents. To make matters worse, we couldn't keep essential items like toilet paper, soap, or shampoo in the house. Each time we replenished our supplies, they would be promptly destroyed or disposed of in unconventional ways. Cell phones met unfortunate fates, with one being submerged in the toilet and another dumped into my coffee cup while I slept. The paranormal presence grew bolder, resorting to even more sinister acts. It vandalized our home by punching holes in bedroom doors using a heavy mallet and tampering with doorknobs. Fingernail polish was cunningly applied to lock mechanisms trapping us inside or outside of rooms. Appliances fell victim too, 
with the dishwasher being rendered useless and the sink overflowing, causing floods throughout the house. Every day became a battle against a relentless entity determined to disrupt our lives. It seemed to take pleasure in toying with our comfort and sanity. It tampered with the thermostat, constantly adjusting the temperature below our desired setting. Attempts to turn off the air conditioning at night were thwarted, as it would be mysteriously switched back on and set to an uncomfortable level by morning. The entity reveled in chaos, repeatedly overturning containers of flour, salt, coffee, tea, spices, and sugar onto the floor. It took delight in flinging cake icing around the living room and even contemplated spreading the contents of cat litter boxes throughout our home. No pantry item was safe from its wrath. The entity's malevolent creativity knew no bounds. It poured oil on my computer, set traps like balancing an egg on a bathroom door and sprinkling cinnamon and sugar on a ceiling fan to create a disastrous mess upon entry. It even placed a lighter within a coffee pot causing a dangerous explosion that shattered the appliance. We lived in constant fear and uncertainty, never knowing what disturbing surprise awaited us behind closed doors or around corners. The entity's initial pranks might have elicited laughter, but the situation quickly turned sinister. As time went on, it began targeting our electronics, vandalizing our computer monitors and tampering with internal components. It even resorted to leaving piles of cat feces on our keyboards when we momentarily stepped away. One particularly chilling incident involved finding my daughter's underwear carefully hung among the branches of a large pepper tree in our front yard. We meticulously documented these harrowing events, capturing over 500 digital photos and videos of the attacks on my daughter's bedroom door. Desperate for answers, we sought help from investigative teams equipped with advanced equipment from San Diego on multiple occasions. Their conclusions were inconclusive, but offered some insight into our paranormal plight. Unfortunately, their suggestions for cleansing rituals proved ineffective. Our family struggled to unite against this malevolent force that invaded our lives. In March 2007, the situation took a dangerous turn when it decided to play with fire while my daughter slept peacefully. Toilet paper and paper towels were spread throughout the house, acting as kindling for two deliberately set fires. This incident proved to be the final straw for us. Fearing for our lives, we made the agonizing decision to leave our home behind. We may have physically escaped its clutches, but the scars remain. We are still on a path to recovery haunted by the memories of those dark days. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, I have a bone-chilling story to share with you. It all began when I was just a nine-year-old child innocently playing with my father's mobile phone in my room. Little did I know that this seemingly ordinary day would take a terrifying turn. As I placed the phone on the floor next to a paper I had drawn on earlier, I left the room briefly to grab a snack. But when I returned, something had changed. The phone was no longer where I had left it, near the piece of paper. Confusion filled my mind as I tried to make sense of it. I rushed to my father explaining what had happened, hoping for some reassurance. However, he dismissed my concerns, telling me I was being silly. 
Doubt began to creep into my thoughts. Maybe I had imagined the phone's movement. Perhaps I was just seeing things. Determined to put my fears to rest, I decided to return to my room and confront the situation head-on. As I descended the staircase, I overheard my parents engaged in a hushed conversation. Curiosity got the better of me, and I crouched down, peering through the banister to eavesdrop on their secretive exchange. To my horror, they were discussing the tragic fate of a previous resident, a little girl named Ruby. My father's words sent shivers down my spine. We can't tell Abby about Ruby because if we do, she will get scared. My mother's response only deepened the mystery. Well, if Ruby's silly parents locked her window that night, that man wouldn't have climbed in and killed Ruby, now would he? That chilling revelation made my blood run cold. It became clear to me that someone had indeed entered the same room I was in now and attacked poor Ruby. Fear consumed me as I raced back upstairs to confront the window that connected me to this terrifying past. As I approached it, I noticed it was open, a gateway for something sinister. As I reached out to shut it, the window suddenly slammed shut on its own, defying any logical explanation. There was no wind outside to explain the forceful closure. It was as if Ruby herself was trying to communicate with me from beyond the grave. In a panic, I screamed for my parents, who hurriedly rushed into the room. Through trembling breaths, I managed to recount what I had overheard. Seeking to calm me down, they assured me that everything would be all right. However, that night proved to be a sleepless ordeal. Every time I closed my eyes, the window taunted me, repeatedly slamming open and shut with an eerie rhythm. The relentless torment left me petrified. Unable to bear the haunting presence any longer, my family made the decision to move away from that house the following day. Yet even now, at 14 years old, the memory of that harrowing experience continues to haunt me relentlessly. Every night, like a ritual of self-preservation, I walk over to my window and lock it tightly, desperate to keep whatever malevolent force at bay. This tale of supernatural terror remains etched in my mind, a constant reminder of the unknown forces that lurk in the darkness. As I share it with you today, dear Mysteries After Dark podcast listeners, I hope that you too will be captivated by its bone-chilling twists and turns. Dear Mysteries After Dark Podcast, Imagine a world where you possess an uncanny ability to sense the presence of others before even laying eyes on them. It's like a supernatural power, similar to what the immortal characters in the movie Highlander experience. During a specific period of my life between the ages of 20 and 25, I found myself caught in this eerie phenomenon. Picture me casually strolling down the street, enjoying a concert, sipping coffee in a cozy shop, or even cheering at a ball game. Suddenly, without any warning, it felt as though a beacon was activated in my mind. In the midst of conversations with friends, my senses would undergo a jarring transformation. A tingling sensation would wash over me, and my hearing would seem to shift. In an instant, I would turn my gaze towards a particular direction, as if guided by an unseen force. And there it was, 
a person or something that felt undeniably malevolent, staring right back at me. The distance between us varied, ranging from 15 to 20 feet to an astonishing 50 to 75 plus yards. Yet regardless of the physical proximity, I could perceive an unmistakable aura of evil emanating from these individuals. It was an unsettling experience each time it occurred. I could see darkness and hatred reflected in their eyes, as if peering into the depths of their souls. Why I was chosen to bear witness to these encounters remains a mystery to me. But one thing is certain, it's an ordeal I have no desire to relive anytime soon. It has been 11 long years since the last occurrence, and I can confidently say that I am more than content with the absence of such encounters in my life. Dear Mysteries After Dark podcast, In January 2003, something extraordinary happened to me that I believe was a message from my late girlfriend. She had passed away from lung cancer, but before she left this world, she made a promise to contact me if she could. And she did just that. It was a little over a month after her passing when I returned to my apartment late at night. As I closed the door, I distinctly heard her voice whispering, if you go to jackpot tonight, you will win big. The words sent shivers down my spine and gave me goosebumps all over. You see, we used to visit Jackpot Nevada together, and she had won a substantial amount of money there before. Almost 7,000 on a nickel slot machine to be exact. There was another promise I had made to her before she left this world. I promised to buy her a headstone, as her family couldn't afford one. So, without hesitation, I got into my car and embarked on the 90-mile journey to Jackpot. It was already 1 a.m. when I arrived. The hours ticked by, and at 4.30 a.m. it happened. I hit a jackpot worth 3,743 no. But that wasn't the end of it. In the next hour, I struck gold twice more, winning $1,000 each time. By the time I left Jackpot, I had more than $5,000 in my pockets. The first thing I did with the money was fulfill my promise to my late girlfriend. I bought her a beautiful headstone, and on the backside, I added an inscription that would help her children. It was a small gesture, but it meant the world to me. Though she is no longer physically present in this world, I can feel her spirit with me at all times. Her presence is undeniable, and it brings me comfort. Even if I were to find love again with someone new, she will forever hold a special place in my heart. Thank you for allowing me to share this incredible experience with your listeners. It's a story that reminds us of the unexplainable mysteries that surround us and the enduring connections we have with those we love. Well, my dear friends, we've reached the end of yet another winding path. As the evening knits the night, drawing its comforting darkness around us, we must part ways, for now. You've traveled with me through unsettling alleyways of thought, and I hope our journey together has both enthralled and enchanted you. Like a spider's web capturing the moonlight in its delicate dew-drenched threads, 
Until we meet again beneath the gossamer glow of the next moon, I urge you to keep your hearts open, your minds sharp, and your spirits daring. Remember, no star is ever out of reach, and no mystery is ever too daunting to seek. This is your humble grandpa, turning the last page of our ebon-bound book for now. May your dreams be wistful, my friends. Farewell from Mysteries After Dark, a horror podcast, and tread softly into the night. <laughs>